0: Hello everyone, and uh, welcome to another talk. Uh, we're going to work on improvisation and think about note cho- note choices. So, um, most specifically, I'm uh, thinking about how a um, a note that you might land on, maybe to end a phrase or even begin a phrase, but especially to end a phrase for today. Um, how that is going to um, affect uh, really the next phrase you know because if you start if you land on a dissonance um it's, it kind of leaves you wanting something as a listener so um so then you can perpetuate that you know maybe um do like three dissonances in a row for landing and then create a consonance or kind of back and forth um consonants and a uh, land on a consonance and uh and then um, I'll land on a land on a cons- uh, dissonance, and then a consonance. So one uh, phrase ending on a particular note that's uh, doesn't feel rested or complete, and then um, and then one that does to follow. All right, so I'm going to start out today um, experimenting a little bit with this. I um, wasn't happy with it this morning um the backing track but i'm um, tweaked it a little bit um so i think it's not exactly what i like but i think it it's going to get the point across and um so see i'll go so I'll, I'll um do a little improvise improvising or do a little improvisation over um nuage and um, so i'll really deliberately try to try to um work in Uh, some of these ideas of so listen for notes that sound like they're dissonant and others that are consonant more at the end of the phrase there um what i pointed out there um is the uh, change from from really kind of a mild dissonance um on one phrase and then playing the next phrase with a um pretty consonant tone so uh So notes that are more consonant are gonna be the notes um, at the given moment wherever you uh, end the phrase, but let's say we're on G. We're planning to end a phrase on this chord. The tones that might be more consonant are the, um, let's say, root, third, fifth for sure. And then The six is is kind of a mild dissonance, but so it could kind of go either way. I think I use it as a dissonance at one point. So anything that you're kind of landing on, and this this tune is pretty, the way it lays out, it can really uh, be a good way to practice this because you end up with these two fives, and then we land on a particular chord so um so then you could decide okay where what note am i going to land on with that okay so um so consonances um are going to feel fairly complete so i'm going to go through once and demonstrate playing um with mainly landing on the consonances, just to illustrate so one time through the form we've got a um, couple little uh, funny things going on in the the base there, base MIDI. So this is a uh, MIDI bass uh, so uh, not sure what there was going on there, but uh, just some kind of overlap. Oh, you know what? I could fix that hmm. um well anyway I'll save that for my time I might go back to the other um the other planet the other uh, backing track in a minute but, but anyway so um so any so especially the the triad of whatever you're playing um so on a oh, on the b flat let's say b flat minor uh let me see if i can get some uh notes play and see how the sounds okay so we get that let's see if we get that to right so those are going to be the tones that are consonant okay and then other notes are going to be still in key, but are going to be a little more distant. So we make those uh, choices. So, so let's talk. Let's go back to the G chord. And we'll think about G and uh, so play. Let's say G six here. Okay, so, those are going to be spots where you land on them, and it's going to be fairly consonant. Okay, how about some dissonances? So, any of those moments or, um, or those tones that are kind of in the key but a little outside of the sound. So, kind of like an A minor triad. So you might try to choose one of those um, three notes. Now, that's a little interesting because we're we're kind of sharing, we're kind of saying that this E is in in both. So so that's why I say, you know, the E is kind of a mild dissonance, you might say, but. um, uh, Now, if you think more in terms of the f sharp so g major seven okay then we're thinking that okay then that does give us a little separation between the a minor triad and the g major seven All right, so I'm gonna play a little more here, um, and then I'll land a little bit more on some of the more dissonant tones here. So uh, I think I'm just gonna get, bear with those kind of issues in the um, in the bass there. Try to adjust things a little bit. Just to see if I can fix that, but we'll see what happens. All right, so I'm gonna focus a little more on landing on some more dissonant tones. There, you can hear that um, I'm landing more on some of those dissonances. Um, so, the main thing is to try to develop some control and some awareness over um, what notes um, you're especially landing on um, and how it relates to the chord and kind of what uh, kind of dissonance might be involved with that all right so um let's switch back to this other backing track i was kind of motivated to um change it up a little bit um because i've been playing this with this kind of one backing track so i just wanted to do something a little bit fresh but um i'm gonna continue working on that because i think there's some potential there the other one all right but let's um let's work toward well let's talk a little bit about about that first um, so, if we're on an E minor, for example, those are gonna be more dissonant kinds of tones. So you can really almost, you know, if you're, if you're trying to you know, study this, you can think about um, a whole step above your root and create a triad that fits. So, so that would be like an F-sharp minor triad. All right, so, um, so that's kind of a, a technique that you can use. So if you have a seven-note kind of scale or chord scale that you're thinking of, say, four notes that are inside the chord sound and then maybe three notes that are outside of that. And then you can even go further outside um, into chromatic tones. All right, so let's play a little bit with this, um, just mixing um, and matching those um, consonants, con- consonances, and dissonances. So I meant to go back to the other um, uh, drum groove, but but that's okay. I think it worked out okay. But let's go back to that original drum groove here. All right. So we take and pair um, some of the um, knowledge of. Playing inside, so you can try to you know, play inside the changes, outline changes, um, and then land on a um, consonance or dissonance. Um, rest for a period of time, and then begin a new phrase, outlining chord changes, and then land on a consonance or a dissonance. So you can do a couple in a row of either. Um, and then this. You know, that's kind of the fun thing is just trying to um use consonants and dissonance to <clears throat> kind of create tension or, or release and, and working it back and forth. <laughs> So, so there, um, the kind of the scheme that I was going with was to um, land on three dissonances um, in a row. So three phrases ending in dissonances and then one on a consonance. And I um, just did that um, two times, basically. So that would put you through through the form. But you could also do smaller phrases or uh, uh, shorter phrases. Okay so there is an example of uh, playing kind of shorter phrases and um, playing um, some more dissonant type tones on the the, uh, progression. So kind of thinking maybe two bar phrases. So you think two bar phrases um, and just doing kind of back and forth there. Um, And then when you uh, play you could do a combination do two two bar phrases two bar phrases four bar phrase uh, mix it up try to play in different areas of the um, of the form All right, so I think I'm gonna turn off the uh, The chords in the background and then I'll play around with uh, maybe playing a little more freely Um Without the um, kind of chord sound behind (laughs) us. mm mm-hmm. That the chords um there hearing those it's um kind of freezes, freezes up a little bit to um play a little bit more uh freely or maybe more adventurous although you can do it with the chords um just there kind of super imposing um but having a, a human react to to you is is kind of the um magic there i guess um because you could say okay i do this thing and maybe this person will do this thing in reaction to that. Um, but in this in this case with uh, um, the chords already kind of predetermined or voicing is predetermined, then uh it's more like superimposing, so there's um, um, amount an amount of dissonance going on there. All right, everybody. Well um, for checking this out, I'm going to um, play one more time and uh, play kind of a little freely on it. <laughs> Thanks for checking out this live stream and this podcast um hope everybody has a really great day today and uh, and uh, really good practice sessions and uh, i will see you all in the next one